Welcome to Friends Along the Way, a podcast exploring the faith journey of my friends and I. This is your host, Jesse Walker. to another episode of Friends Along the Way. Today is episode um, 74. Nice. Episode 74. Just rolling along as per usual. And I've got a Topo Chico on the go here, which is not always the best drink of choice to have when doing a podcast because it is quite um, carbonated and so makes you have to burp so um, I won't be doing any of that hopefully well today has been a pretty cool day so um, I was asked to speak at FCA uh, for today. So it was at lunch. FCA is Fellowship of Christian Athletes. You don't have to be a Christian or an athlete to come. So <clears throat> it's open for for everybody. Uh, the big draw is we always have food. So we've got pizza where these kids normally just have um, lunch from the cafeteria, which some days their food looks amazing, but some days it's just like whatever. Um, but it's free food, so that's pretty cool. So then <coughs> when we come with pizza, it's even cooler because it's really good pizza that we bring. And so today we were bringing pizza. Yesterday already, um, some of my football players were asking me, they're like, is FCA on tomorrow? I said, yep. They're like, are you going to bring that good pizza? I was like, yeah, we're going to have that good pizza. And they're like, oh, you better get lots of the like the chicken, the chicken one that they have. So we made sure that we had lots of that one today. So um, it was a really cool turnout. There was about half the football team showed up, which was super cool. Um and I even had texted our coach, who's one of the teachers, but he's the athletic director there. I said, hey, I'm not sure what you're doing today, uh, but if you need a midday sermon, I'm speaking at FCA today. And he says, oh, cool. Does that mean there's going to be pizza? <laughs> and I said, yeah, there's going to be pizza. So he ended up showing up too, and I think he said that he hadn't been in church for like six years. He was raised up Catholic, um, but he hadn't been to church in six years. And so he's like, yeah, that was that was actually really cool. And I spoke on Psalm 40, uh, verses 1 to 4, and I even had to cut it off early because I was running out of time. I had like 20 minutes to talk. And there was just so much in these first four verses that I talked about in Psalms 40, 1 to 4. 
So I got to share with them Psalms 40 and um, the first verse, it goes, I waited and waited and waited some more patiently, knowing God would come through for me. Then at last he bent down and listened to my cry. And in other versions, it talks about him um, stooping down. Oh, actually, in verse 2, it says, He stooped down to lift me out of danger from the desolate pit I was in, out of the muddy mess I had fallen into. And so I talk about this, and and we go on to verse 3 and verse 4, but it's about, you know, the kind of the thing was, David is the one that wrote this, and he is the one waiting, and he's a king, and kings aren't used to waiting except for when another king ranks outranks him, and in this case, that's God. He outranks uh, an earthly king because he's the king of kings, and so David has to wait on him, and it talked about how the waiting... um he had to wait, and he had to be patient, and they're two different things. And to wait is the action of staying where one is or delaying action until a particular time or until something else happens. That's waiting. Patience is the ability to accept or tolerate delays, problems, or suffering without becoming annoyed or anxious. So waiting is the action, and patience is the mindset. And so how David had to kind of have this, <clears throat> you know, he's waiting for the Lord to to answer his cry. He's stuck, um, and, and he's waiting. He's not going anywhere, and he's being patient and not getting annoyed or frustrated with not having his results right away, where normally, if as a king, he'd be like, I want... Eggs and bacon. And somebody would go and make him eggs and bacon as fast as they could and then bring it to him. So he's not used to waiting as a king, per se. He had to wait a long time to become king, but kings normally don't wait on things. And that's what I'm saying. And so he had to learn to wait on the Lord and to be patient. And then verse 2, it's awesome because... he stooped down to lift me out of the danger from the desolate pit I was in, out of the muddy mess I'd fallen into. Now he's lifted me up into a firm, secure place and steadied me while I walk along with his ascending, or in, walked along his ascending path. And I think it's super cool because God can handle our mess. He's not afraid of it. They use the word stoop, to stoop down. He stooped down, and that actually means to bend over, which means that, um, like, uh, to stoop means to bend your head and shoulders down and to bend down. And Jesus gets his face. He has to bend over, and he puts his face basically right in our mess, in the muddy pit that we're in. And he's not afraid of it. He's not scared by it. He's not ashamed of it. And he just continues to do work as usual, and he pulls us out of there and and puts us in a steady, secure place. 
and then walks with us while we are kind of finding our bearings. And so I just thought that was super cool about how God can handle our mess. He can handle that, um, especially because there's a lot of kids there that, you know, they think, oh, I've, I've done some really dumb things. God's not going to forgive me for this or um, this has happened and whatnot. And, and to know it's like God can handle that. You think God can't handle that? He solved bigger problems than this, um, and you th- you think that he's afraid of your mess. We I talked about how um, you hear it all the time as a pastor, the excuse, and I'll be like, "Oh, if I ever set in my foot in church, I'm going to be struck down by lightning, or I'm going to set on fire." Or it's like people have these weird excuses and things. It's like, well. Clearly, that's not the case. God can handle you where you're at. You think that you're too much for him to handle? No. Try again. Like, <clears throat> and that's that's the cool thing about, about God is he can handle it. He can take it. He's not afraid of it. He's not afraid of our mess. And then he walks alongside us, and I kind of imagine it as like, Somebody teaching someone how to ride a bike. You don't just give them a bike and say, hey, go nuts. Um, you first you start them off with some training wheels. Then they grow out of those. They get the idea, start learning the balance. Then you start walking alongside the bike or have a hand on the back seat um, and controlling. Like if you're teaching your child how to ride a bike, you're not going to just let them fly down the road without you being close by. And that's the thing. Same thing with with God is he's, he's staying close as we get steadied. Um, he's walking right with us down, down hit the path that he's created for us. Um, so, yeah, super cool. So I got to preach and talk about that today at FCA. <clears throat> and... It just was really well received. Everybody listened to it. And then, you know, my takeaways was like um, that God can handle your mess, that God loves us and wants to help us. And three was if you aren't walking with God now, then what is your hang up? And so that was what I left them with, prayed for them, and then the bell rang and that was it. They were gone. Um so that was super cool uh, to be able to be a part of um, at FCA today and just be a light at the school. Then after that, I had to come home and quickly get ready for um, youth tonight, which was tonight, which just happened. And so I was getting ready for youth and I was like, well, I can't just, I can't preach on the same message. I got to, I got to do a different message. Um, and because we've had so many new people coming to youth and that the youth group's been growing, um, I was like, you know what? I think it's time to go over um, hearing God, like the different ways God hears or different way God speaks to us, different ways we hear from God. 
um, and go over that again and brush them up on that and, and, uh, build their faith in that again. So that's what I talked about is all the different ways God speaks to us. Um, and, and then, uh, after that, like I gave examples of, of it from the Bible, from my own personal accounts. And then we, uh, I got like gave them that little activation to do. And, you know, it's super simple. It was like to the get in pairs and then, um, ask God for your partner. If you were an animal, what animal would you be and why? So they all got off into their pairs and, you know, I gave them like five minutes to, to listen and to talk and it turned out awesome. We, I think almost everybody started like sharing what they'd got and they were really great encouraging words that people were getting um, for each other and I felt like it was a huge success. Um, because everybody was getting it, even the new people, um, you know, it was their first time we're hearing from the Lord for, for somebody. And that was really cool to see. And so, um, I, I just put like such a big importance on them hearing God for themselves not just like reading about God, but hearing from God. And that was really cool to see these guys connect. I know some of them have done this before, but some of them hadn't. So it was cool to see that. Like everybody, it was like this refreshing moment for people that hadn't heard. And we got them to explain, like, how do you hear from God? Like, what do you, or do you get a picture? Do you get a vision? Do you have like a thought, do you get a scripture verse? Like we talked and everybody kind of shared how they heard from God um, and then what they heard from God. And so that was really cool. And so it's just been a really fun time with youth and the youth here um, right now. God's doing some really cool things. And yeah, it's... Uh, it's really, you know, one of those things where I just stand back and go, wow, okay, I didn't see this coming. Um, as God just continues to pave the way and open doors. and um, So, yeah, it's a really cool, cool thing that's going on. So that's kind of the youth update and what's going on and... <clears throat> um, Tomorrow, I plan on going and looking at a possible place where we're going to host um, a young adults group that I'm starting, that I'm adding to the list of things to, of that I do, my to my giant to do list of different ministries: young adults, youth, adults, middle school, like. <laughs> Um, basically just everybody, but 
Yeah, so we're going to check out this place and see if it works and then try to run this young adults group. It's for people that are out of high school, um, but going to like to young families because we got a bunch of young families and we got a bunch of people in between like the 25, 30 range uh, and they just don't know. They don't have anything and uh, there's nothing really going on for those people where they can gather and have their own group. So I'm starting one of those. <clears throat> and so tomorrow, yeah, I'll check out the place, see if it works, and then begin planning and trying to get that together and some kind of curriculum or teaching because I don't have the time to be able to plan something every week for them so i uh i need some pro some kind of curriculum or some kind of book we go through that we can follow through um so that it just makes things easier for me and then even if i'm gone one day or something somebody can take over and run that uh it doesn't need to be just me so that's uh yeah something cool that's going on. I also have uh still doing the volunteer stuff at at the middle school which will eventually turn into creating an FCA group. Um so that is going to be a fun thing when we do that because it's totally new to these kids. Like they've never seen it before. It hasn't been done on the school before. The principal is a believer and super cool and wants it to happen. Um, so everything is being checked off about God wanting to reach these middle school students. And, you know, I didn't ever really plan on doing that, but a door was opened again and I just felt like the Lord was like, you need to, you need to step into this. You need to believe in this and, and work in it. <clears throat> so I believe that this is just me being obedient to the Lord and what he's asking me to do, even though it's not something that I planned on doing, even though it's not really what I felt like was my calling or my ministry. But the more I look at it, I also see, wow, that's actually a really great way to set up for a future youth ministry is being present. And, um, you know, if you're a youth pastor and you aren't available, if you aren't present in youth's life, then you're, you're not doing it right. You gotta be present. You gotta be available. Get into where they are. Like, if everybody's hanging out at a coffee shop, then you need to be at that coffee shop. If they're playing sports, then you gotta be playing sports. You gotta be coaching sports. You gotta be involved in it. So, <clears throat> I just really feel like that's a huge thing. Um, that God has given me is this opportunity to be able to be amongst the youth 
giving me opportunities to volunteer at places and and help coach and do this or do that. And God's just giving, opening these doors and creating avenues for me to be able to walk down and minister to the youth here. So it's been really cool. And, um, yeah, just, you never know what doors God's going to open. Like you might see yourself as, oh, this is like for me, I'm like, oh, I never really wanted to do youth ministry. And then God started showing me more about it and opened my heart and broke my heart for the youth and showed me that I have stuff to offer them that I didn't really think I did, you know? And then, so God's going to open doors and it's going to be tough for you to go through them because you think that you don't have anything to offer anything on the other side of that door. Or you don't have the tools to be able to do what's on the other side of that door. Um, but you have to trust God because he's not opening that door just so that you can see it. He's opening that door because he knows that you can do it. And so in faith, you step into that and begin to um, cultivate and grow in your giftings um, or dig up these giftings that you never really knew you had. <clears throat> so we just have to trust the Lord that he knows what he's doing. Just like in Psalms 40, we have to wait patiently and trust that God is going to get us, that he's got our back. So, um, yeah, we just got to keep doing that. But I'm going to take a moment just to listen and uh, see what the Lord has for somebody that's listening. So, yeah, God, just give me an encouraging word for those that are listening right now. I just got this picture of somebody like washing dishes in their kitchen. But as they were doing that, they're humming and they're singing like these praises to God. And it's not loud. It's not like they're belting it. But they just have this great attitude and this peace and joy as they're washing these dishes and are just singing these songs, singing these songs of joy to the Lord, and I just see the Lord just being like, kind of like his hand on his side of his head, just listening um, in dearly, and just just really appreciating it, and soaking it in, and, and observing, and in awe of how amazing that child is, how amazing that person is. And so if that's you, if you are a singer, hummer, whistler, dishwasher, I just feel like the Lord's saying that he sees you and he hears your worship to him. As as little as it is, as quiet as it is, he absolutely loves it and loves your heart that you have this joy and this heart to worship even while you are washing dishes and taking care of your family, um, that God sees you. So, Lord, we just bless this person. 
or these people. Father, just show them your love and how um, how much you actually care and appreciate what they're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, y'all, I hope you have a great rest of your day or evening or whenever you listen to this. But thank you for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. All right, bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Friends Along the Way. Be sure to follow, and we'll catch you on the next one. If you're enjoying this podcast and you're looking for a way to support, you can buy me a coffee. Go to buymeacoffee.com, punch in my name, Jesse Walker, and there you'll find friends along the way. And you can just buy me a coffee. It's that simple. I appreciate all your support and all of your listening ears. Talk to you soon.